Welcome back, everybody. My name is Lexi Booth. I am your co-host, and I have your host... Stevan Booth, here with <laughs> Ghost Stories Told from the South. <laughs> okay, I oh. really, really hoped that you guys enjoyed last week's episode. I thought that was pretty good, pretty good. I really liked it. I'm really enjoying this. This is pretty fun. I, I like doing it. the research on it and finding out all that stuff. It's pretty pretty cool, but we got some good stuff today planned out for you. Yeah. We got, uh, we're going to talk, I got my stories about the uh, hitchhiker ghost or something on 281, and uh, Lexi's got the Tennessee State Prison, ooh, mm-hmm. and she's got the Windsor Hotel. Windsor Hotel, <laughs> where's that? We'll get to that when we get to it. Oh yeah, well. And then my second story is the Tooth Fairy. We only have four today. Yeah. You know I mean? we but have the like Tooth more. Fairy, you know, that one's kind of... Uh, leaves you thinking. I'm not saying it's real, but it... Okay. But, so I guess we'll get started with... Uh, Lex- oh, and another thing, guys. Uh, <clears throat> when you're listening, though, just keep uh, keep listening, keep downloading, and keep hitting the subscribe button and... We're going to eventually start recording a lot and get a lot built up for you and get more, uh, uh, professional, more, uh, oh. more stuff in our library. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what you mean. More stuff in our library. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and we do have an email. It oh, is yes. ghost stories told from the South and it is like, it's just like the podcast name. Um, at Gmail, right? at gmail.com. Yes. So just send us any requests that you have talk about or like your experiences or any haunted places around you yes, that we anything. could like research about or anything or, or if, if you have anything on like how the sound sounds or anything, anything that you think just we can do to improve it or just whatever just email us and like you know we'll do it so okay I Tennessee think State I'm gonna prison. get started on the Tennessee State was Prison was started back in 1785 Shut up. No, it wasn't. I'm going to start okay. doing it like this. <laughs> okay. So on this one, I have a lot of history, but I do not have a lot of, like, ghost stories. I have just, like, a handful. A very small handful. And there's a long history, so bear with me. Okay. So the Tennessee State Prison is located in Nashville, Tennessee. And it is known for the electric chair. You know, what they used that back then. <laughs> mm, that's um, kind of shocking. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> um, it's now abandoned, so it's just sitting there, slowly decaying. Um, and when it, whenever it was a prison, pr- pr- whenever it was a prison, it um, was known for the overcrowding and the riots and the outbreaks, which we will also get to that because this prison was not very well. Wasn't prison. wasn't it a very nice prison at all? It no, sounds like especially since it was a state prison. You know, oh, man. it was a terrible kept prison. <laughs> well, a lot um, of them back then were. I mean, they weren't the best back then, back in the day. Yeah, like especially this one. Like I said, there's so many outbreaks and riots and overcrowding and. Oh my God! Yeah. It's a it's a lot. Okay, so whenever they started to build the uh, prison, they wanted to make it look like a penitentiary that was um, in. Uh, Auburn, New York. So they based the look off of that penitentiary. That penitentiary, you mean? You said penitentiary. Pe- whatever. We did a sane asylums last week. Uh, okay. Prisons the penit- They based it off the penitentiary. 
So they wanted. I they wonder wanted what to that big in. one up there in Jersey is. It sound the location sounds familiar, but. Hmm. And it contained 800 cells. That's and a lot of freaking people. <laughs> oh, that's not even close to what they were holding. Um, it you got it now. contained four. Um, it contained 800 cells, and there was only like one bed in each. So it like only 800 people was oh, designed man. to look, like stay there. And then they probably started when they got overpopulated. They probably started double stacking them, didn't they? Yeah, like it was. So really it, just, it went from one to a cell when it was made made for one for a cell, and it went for two to a cell, and it wasn't made for three, two. Two, three. Yeah, it was bad. Um, <laughs> and there was a couple other like small buildings, kind of with it, because like it was huge. There was like um, administrative buildings. Um, well, yeah, you get your and, front offices and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and then there was a warehouse. Um, hospital. And the offices kind of right there. Just kind of like like three kind of things. Yeah. Um, and there was also like built factories in the prison walls. Like kind of, I don't really know how to explain, but like. Huh. Built factories. Yeah, there was like factories like within the prison. Yeah. Oh, well, that so makes that sense because, you know, some of them would make their own bread or make yeah. stuff in the it was wood a lot, shop it was or metal like shop. like the asylums that we talked about and stuff, yeah. like, within the past few weeks. This was kind of like the old, it was kind of like a self-making um, yeah. prison. Um, and then the walls of the prison were 20 feet high and 3 mm. feet thick, and they were made of um, rock. I don't think they wanted to go anywhere. Yeah, but people still escaped. <laughs> um, and the original plan, it never did say if it had it, but the original plan had a farm. Oh. Uh, like, so, I, but it never did, like, confirm it. Well, there's it a lot of places in the South that were like that. Yeah, like a lot of the asylum, asylums did have them. So, um, and the uh, prisoners, because they're ranged from, like, really young to really old. And so they had to keep them, like, by age because oh, they didn't want to, Yeah, because like, back then they didn't do the juvie thing. You went in the big boy prison. Yeah. They just had to divide you up by age. Um, and then the prison was built by a guy named Elliot, and he used um, $500,000 or more to build the prison, which in today's world is... Twelve million dollars. Wow, that's a big. Uh, that's a lot of money for a prison. Yeah, yeah, it is. And the prison was uh, finally done and opened on February twelfth, eighteen ninety eight. Um, wow. So yeah, it was. It's been there for a while. It's been a while. <laughs> and immediately the day they opened it, they they admitted um, one thousand and four hundred prisoners. Wow. So the first day already overcrowded. Dang. Built it for 800 in the first day. Well, we got 1,000. <laughs> yeah. And over the years, like the old buildings, I guess they're around it and stuff, they destroyed those and they rebuilt them for, you know, more room because the prison wasn't built for <laughs> a lot. And the prisoners, they had them do most of the construction and labor and stuff to, like, pay back what they did. And also they needed help paying back all the... Uh, all the, yeah. <laughs> All the the twelve million million dollars. That's a lot of owe. cash, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then within like two years of it opening, uh the prisoners would work at least sixteen hours and they were like fed like nothing. Like they were barely fed. Wow. 
Um, and then also back then there was like no air conditioning and heat and stuff like that. So it was literally like rock and a, like a, you know, a bucket yeah. to pee in, poop in and stuff like that. So they were in unheated. Well, yeah, because back then they didn't really have running water in places. Mm-hmm. So you had to piss and poop in the bucket. Yeah. yeah. So they were like in an unventilated, unheated or you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uncert- like it wasn't circulated and stuff. And they were in the sleep, that sleeping area. And so it wasn't like ideal, but you know, it was a prison also. So, <laughs> and in uh, 1902, a group of prisoners uh, blew out the end of one of the prison wings. Wow. How, how the hell did they do that? They had to get some dynamite or something. Well, and it was overcrowded and it was kind of like understaffed, like the asylums. So, they just weren't paying attention, I guess, and they got a hold of something, and they just blew it. Wow, that's ballsy. I'll, yeah. I'll get through that wall. Watch <laughs> it. I ain't going to climb over it. I'm going to blow a hole in it. <laughs> I know. So they killed one of the inmates, you know, during that process, and two escaped, and they were never captured. Wow. I don't know what happened to the inmates that, you know, yeah. blew it up. <laughs> that's crazy. And then... And at another time, a, the, a certain group of people can uh, gain control of the white wing, and they held that captive for like eight hours. The white, oh my God. Yeah, they called it the white wing, and never, I'm guessing because it was specific it was, in the name. <laughs> yeah, it, it was white, and it was in the wing. I don't want to like point out anything and make anybody like mad, so I'm not going <laughs> to. Um, and then in 1907, 1907 several convicts, um, gain control of a switch machine and they ran it through the gate of the prison wow so within like 20 years of his opening <laughs> they have Jesus. accidents left and right and then there was a mass escape in 1990 or 1939 wow. i almost said 1990 that's like not even close <laughs> um and during the uh they had a lot of mass fires like all the time and during that one of the mass fires destroyed the dining room they had um, and they also had a lot of riots between 1975 and 1985. So, wow. and that I didn't, don't surprise <laughs> me though. With that many people, Jesus Christ! Yeah, and it was being under, you know, understaffed like that. Jeez. Yeah, it was like it was a bit crazy, and I didn't know this, but um, there was a lot of films, or there was like a good handful of films that were filmed there, and Green Mile was filmed there. Hmm. Oh, that's the one with the big old muscle, muscly mm-hmm. guy. Um, Ernest Goes yeah, to Jail was Ernest filmed Ernest Goes there. to Jail, oh my god. Uh, The Last Castle was filmed there. And Against the Wall. And then they also had like a, a recent like cel- uh, cel- cel- celebrity paranormal uh, project there that was filmed. It didn't yeah. say like who or what it was, but like. And it's been aband- abandoned since 1992. So it was, it was open for a while. Yeah, it was open for a good while it sounds like. Mm-hmm. And people say that the inside looks like something out of, like, a horror movie. Yeah, part of the paint's peeling and stuff yeah, like that. Because no one's looks, keeping up with it. Yeah, they said it looks scary. <laughs> it's and, coming to get you. Well, because, like, the metal bars are, like, just rusting. And the concrete's been, like, just decaying and rubble, rumbling and stuff. And the electrical chair is still there. It's mm. isolated in a single room. And it's, like, it looks really, really, it looks <laughs> terrible. So... You're no long. You used to when it first closed, and was abandoned. But you're not allowed to go in there anymore, mainly because it's not safe anymore. Yeah, probably started going to crap. But I guess recent owners bought it. I guess either it might have been the state. It didn't really say who, but 
but I guess like the state or somebody bought it and they people like guard it, like watch over it to oh make sure God. no one trespasses. And um, tourists would come to the prison when it when they were able to and they would explore it and stuff. So that's cool. I bet that's, you they had a lot of experiences. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of the history, like all the history. Yeah. So <laughs> some of the ghost stuff that I found. Just like I said, it's not a lot. Like, I can't really find any stories or anything. Yeah. But, like, I found some of the stuff that kind of happens when you go in there or used to be able to go in there. Um, people hear strange noises and, like, people, like, clink, clinging on the cells. And the, they, the cell doors open and shut, like, and slam all by themselves. Mm. And you can hear the screamings. And they believe the screams are from people <laughs> that were getting executed in the chair. Of oh, them God. dying and stuff. Might have been. And the footsteps and echoes and, like, there's certain cold spots and then apparitions. Well, heck, you got to think, too, all the murders that happened because they were so understaffed and they couldn't be watching them 24-7. Yeah. So, that's pretty much it. There wasn't a lot of, like, ghost stuff. But, like I said, there was a lot of history and, like, with yeah. all that and all the escapes and the fires and oh, all gosh, that, you can I mean, only no imagine. Wonder. Oh, man, I bet you that place would be fun to go investigate. Well, they always they found never, some cool stuff. Yeah, and they never even said who, like, all died there because it was a state prison. Oh, God. That's not counting how yeah. old everybody was or this or that or, like you said, murders that have happened yeah. in there or that. So, like, you never know man. truly what happened. Creepy, creepy place, man. Yeah. I, I, I did really like that one, though. I just didn't like that I can't really find any ghosts I know, I've, on it. I've, I've found that out, too. I can find a lot of history, but there's not a whole lot of ghost stories. And you know there probably are. But no one's probably been there freaking years yeah because it was abandoned in 1992 but yeah especially since you can't trespass now like so unless so, yeah. you're probably like ghost adventures yeah. or something <laughs> well i've got one called the the candy lady you remember that movie the tooth fairy mm-hmm. it's kind of like that but this so that's what's crazy about that story it's just um, I mean, I'm not going to ruin anything, but it just it's just, you don't know if it's really real or not. Well, uh, in Ellis County, in Terrell, Terrell, Texas, in the early 1900s, the legend is that the candy lady, Carla Grace, would uh, leave candy on the windowsills for the kids every night. Well, then many of the kids went missing after she started doing that, and then some of the kids uh, that didn't leave yet were saying that after they got candy for a while, then they'd get candy, but the rappers would have messages written on them. Yeah, and they didn't tell, the kids didn't tell them what they said. Yeah, Ugh. but kids just started disappearing, you know. Well, the town uh, held the, that girl responsible for it, Clara, oh, Clara Crane, I'm sorry. Huh, can't read my own handwriting. <laughs> yeah, it's Clara Crane. And uh, they held her responsible for it. She killed her, oh yeah, because she killed her husband. I forgot about that. She killed her husband with poison in a in some caramel candy because their daughter died like a year before he died. And that's and why we check kids' she, Halloween candy. <laughs> well, she blamed him for her dying. So that was her way. Did it say it. what happened? No, it didn't say what happened to the girl. It just said that she blamed, you know, her husband. Mm. And yeah. then killed him. Yeah. Well, if y'all have ever seen the movie, the... Uh, it reminds me of, like, Candyman. Yeah. Too. Well, if you ever seen that movie, uh, the uh, Tooth Fairy, the scary one, this is kind of like what it, it it's based on. 
Mm. Or that movie's based on kind of. Except she ain't taking your teeth. <laughs> She's taking your kids. Yeah. Anyways, they held her responsible for it because, you know, she killed her uh, husband. And like I said, she blamed him for uh, the daughter dying. And then, uh, I told you that. Oh, yeah. And then the adults said they sometimes would, they would find some of the kids with their teeth rotten and uh, colorful and their teeth would be rotting and they'd be in colorful wrappers. Ain't that creepy? Yeah, that is creepy. And then, um, let's see. Oh. And two, you know, like I said, they'd find rotting teeth in um, the wrappers. Well, then sometimes they'd find the bodies stabbed to death, stabbed to death with their, uh, pocket full of uh, candy too ain't that creepy but she when she got convicted of uh, killing her husband she got sent to an insane asylum in North Texas and uh, she stayed there till let's see I thought I wrote that down I don't guess I did but anyways I know she got put in there like uh, 1900 and then, uh, no, she got put in in 1905, and then she got out in, like, 1909. Because the the, same, the asylum was over, it was, uh... Over, uh... Too many patients? Yeah. Yeah, there was too many patients, so they uh, let her go, and she wasn't... There. Like, oh, there in the head, but they let her go, and they, uh, said when they let her go, the, the insane asylum said, um, that she, uh... Didn't say where she was going or anything. And then that's the last anybody seen of her was the day she left the insane asylum. Ooh. Well, then when she got out, that's when all these kids started coming up missing and stuff. That's what I mean. It's Ooh. it's kind of urban legend, but it's kind of funny all that started happening when she got out. And then one time, oh, yeah, and then, too, the sheriff. They found the sheriff with his eyes like stabbed out with a fork and he had candy full in his pockets what the heck yeah and that 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 was really true too and then a farmer he found a jar full of uh you know the rotten teeth and the candy wrappers wow so it's kind of there's stuff that's true in it with some legend in it who knows so, maybe she's a tooth fairy now <laughs> it sounds like it might be it was pretty cool, yeah. Ew, I don't like that. I mean, I like it, but it's like eerie. Yeah, because you don't know how much, I mean, it could be true. It couldn't, you know, you don't know. I mean, you really don't. Ew. I mean, she did get in trouble for poisoning her, uh, you know, husband because and she, she, she accused him away. of killing her daughter. Well, then she got put in the insane asylum for it, and she wasn't all there still. They let her go anyway. And people would, uh, kids started coming up missing. They said, too, especially when you went back to the old house where they all lived. Because nobody lived there anymore. Mm. And they said she'd haunt them. The kids would come up missing if they got too close to the place. But, yeah, all the kids started coming up missing. And the candy started coming up on the windowsills when she got, after she got released. But mm. nobody seen her. Nobody could actually, like, prove it, prove it. Okay, I bet you she was, like, staying in, like, her old house because you said, like, if the kids came up close to closer, yeah. she went missing that. Or, like, maybe she, like, died after she got out and then she started doing it, like, as a ghost. Yeah. Maybe that's why they can't, like, prove it, prove it. 
Did they say anything about like finding bodies or anything? They had to find the bodies of the kids, some of them, but and that sheriff, he was in a field hmm. with forks in his eyes and his hand and his pockets full of candy. That's crazy. That does leave you wondering. Yeah. It just makes you wonder because it happened after she got out, but nobody seen her. No one had any hard, hard evidence on her. So it's kind of hard to, you know, say it was her. Yeah. I like that one. It's just kind of like. Yeah, and that's not, oh, and that's not far from here. That's over there around the Metroplex. Keller. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, if you remember that uh, kind of story of the Tooth Fairy kind of went like that. Yeah. But it didn't go with, uh, with, um, I can't remember how the story went, but she was taking kids too, apparently, or something. Because remember, you can look her in the face. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Ugh. Um, wow. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to go ahead and go. <laughs> go ahead, you little fart sniffer. Um, this one, I don't know if you guys technically call it the South, but this one's in Georgia. Yes, honey, that's the South. Okay, sorry. I wasn't for sure. Like, okay, I did go to high school and I did graduate, but, like, I want to be... not good on her geological Yeah, I'm not good with, like, yet. history and that stuff. Yeah, and I'm a big history guy. I like history. I haven't memorized the map like he has. Well, it's not memorizing. I've seen that map since I was freaking, I don't know, <laughs> eight, nine years old ever since I was a kid. Um, Okay. So this one's in Georgia, but I, like, okay, so I'm also, sorry to interrupt. I'm going to do the, I'm going to start, like, looking at other states, too. Well, that's fine. It's the stories told from the South. Yeah. I'm going to look at, like, South, like, but Southern states. But then you kind of start doing that anyway at first. Look Shut at your up. first couple stories. Well, because you do Texas stuff. Yeah, that's so true. So I'm trying to do, like, to go out and see what kind of else is go out there. Go out and see what's in the world. <laughs> okay. So I'm doing the Windstore. Hotel, hotel. What trying to say? Windstar Hotel. Okay, Windstar Hotel. Um, and it's in Amherst, or something like that, Georgia. I'm not totally sure how to pronounce it. Um, and it's so called a historic hotel. Um, and it was built in 1892, and it was built to attract uh, winter visitors from the north. So it wasn't really built to just be a hotel. It was just built to be like yeah, for investors and stuff like that. So originally it was a hundred room, five story Victorian masterpiece. Oh, um, masterpiece theater. And there was really nice turret balconies and towers. And it was a three stone. It had a three stone open uh, a lobby. So it was like a really, lobby. It was really, really nice. It was nice in the lobby. I really liked the lobby. <laughs> and it used to occupy an entire city block. Oh, my God. So it was huge. That's a huge bitch. <laughs> and it um, also had a lot of, like, balls and celebrations, too. Mm. You know, considering it was, like, back in ni- uh, eight. I can probably yeah. want to say 19, 1892. 1892. Balls um, big dances, big dances. So, <laughs> the hotel um, closed its doors in 1972, and um, it, it ran 80 years of operation. So they closed, and then they remodeled it, and it um, 
uh, opened in 1991, and the remodel uh, took um, $6.5 million. <laughs> so, Dang, they could remodel my house for that. Yeah, I Jesus. know. Jesus. That'd um, be nice. That'd be some nice good upgrades right there. Yeah. Six point six million. <laughs> so and then in two thousand ten the hotel went um under another renovation <laughs> renovation. Um and it was basically just to update the hotel with like modern technology and stuff like that. So and then on June fifteenth, uh, two thousand ten, it reopened with 53 rooms so if you were listening at first it had 100 rooms now it has 53 rooms so they deducted it by a lot why they deducted i guess they just wasn't getting the business that and they did occupy a huge city block like a lot it occupied a whole city block so they as the you know as the world that's strange i've never heard of people i've heard of people tearing buildings down when they're not occupied but i ain't heard people tearing them down just Yeah, it didn't really say why, but I'm guessing that's why. Yeah, but it has like they probably really... needed the, the city needed the space, yeah. and too they probably wouldn't make any money if they was taking rooms away. Yeah, um, and they they have really nice suites, and every room is Are designed. Are they sweet? <laughs> every room is designed differently. Like not one room is the same. So See, I thought that cool. was pretty cool. Sorry, Rocco. So. Um, studio dog in the studio with us today. Yeah, we have <laughs> we have three dogs. That's why Lexi ran to the door because one was out crying while we're trying to record. Yeah, our dogs are big yeah. spolt asses. Um, and so the hotel went under like two, three renovations, and <laughs> renovations are not good for ghost ghost. So Ooh, no, it stirs stuff it up. It stirs it up. So considering the ghost stuff, I'm about to say that kind of explains it. Um, but in the 1900s, there was a little girl and her mom who lived at the hotel as head housekeeper. And they were apparently murder, murdered in their room or somewhere in the yeah. hotel. And they were, cause Find they out were, which room it is. That's where we'll stay tonight. <laughs> they were pushed down the elevator well. Because ah. you know how like the elevators were back then? Yeah. It was, you know. It wasn't like doors like they have now. It was just a, like a cage. Gate. Yeah, like, like a, a cage gate. thing. So <laughs> that happened. <laughs> that sucked. Yeah, I don't. It didn't say who murdered them or why or what, but <coughs> um, so on to like the more ghost stuff and sightings and the feelings you can have there. So there is a you can see a reflection of a woman with long black, with a long black gown in the mirror of uh, the hall of the third floor. Hmm. Um, and then hmm. pots and pans fly and like get thrown and stuff or are misplaced. In the kitchen. <laughs> oh, my God. That's one pissed off cook. Yeah. And then the radio is really bad about turning off and on by itself. So. Um, there apparently is a doorman that lives there because he worked at the hotel for at least 40 years. Wow. So it's like his home. That's an old doorman. Those aren't really a thing anymore. Nah, they don't have bellhops and all that anymore. But... That's what I believe. Uh, I know your uh, my uncle Larry did, and I believe our dad was a bellhop. Mm-hmm. Up at um, the Baker Hotel, man, in the, when it was booming, he said he loved working on weekends because he, cause he could make a killing in tips. The big wigs would come in and throw that money. Um, You'll like this one. Famous gangsters stayed there. Oh, yeah? Who? It, it didn't say who. That's one thing. I couldn't figure out who, but well, it said, like, of some bitches. of the most famous ones stayed there, and they spent nights at the bridal suites. 
and uh, they had bodyguards at the bottom of the stairs because they didn't want people going up yeah. there. Yeah. You know, because they were... <laughs> they were monsters. Yeah. My kinds of people. And the lights turn off and on by themselves. Wow. But that's, like, pretty much it. Nothing, like, too, too serious except for, like, the pots and pans trying to kill everybody, but... <laughs> clanging them around, clanging a clang, clang. So... So you've done two stories? Yep. Hmm, I don't know if mine's going to last a whole another 30 minutes. You might have to scramble something up. Or this Sucka. one could just be really, really short. Well, if we can at least make it 45... Stories ready. Well, we got it's 28 minutes right there. So. It's okay. You try to exaggerate yours. <laughs> okay. Mine, my second story is oh. Mr. Lansky, the ghost of 281. Well, Highway 281. Okay, the story starts out a man in Johnson City named Mr. Loke, uh, Mr. No. Mr. Lasky, Mr. Lasky. <laughs> his name, uh, his first name was lost. They can't find anything on his first name, but his name was definitely, last name was Lansky. Lansky. Well, uh, Mr. Lansky took a large knife one afternoon and started carving up his family, and nobody ever knew why. He never did say why or anything. Well, he carved up his family, he carved up half of his family, before he was caught. So he already, you know, he whacked half of his family before he even got caught. Well, uh, okay. He, uh, oh. Well, then back then, this happened in the, uh, uh, probably late 1800s. But back then, you know, if, uh, let's say if somebody was in prison, in jail or something at the local, you know, jail, the town would get together and they have, they'd have them, uh, call it lynch mob. And they'd get together and get, get the guy that they didn't want to wait for the, you know, the court to hurry it up and prosecute him and all that stuff. Because they would just go and they'd go ahead and hang him or kill you or whatever. If the lynch mob came and got you, your your ass was definitely dead, basically. Well, that's what happened to this guy. He carved up half of his family and they didn't, uh, well, first off, that, that's how that happened in Johnson City. He went to Blanco. To Blanco where the uh, capital of the not the capital where the uh, court the the uh, courthouse was oh I was like what the are you county courthouse <laughs> where the county courthouse was in Blanco and that's where he was jailed well people from Johnson City came over that night in a wagon and the rest of them was on horses and um, went to the jail got him drove him and uh it was about, they went halfway between Blanco and Johnson City. So that was about 100, 100 yards west of 281 now. And um, they strung him up and all that, got him, and he was standing up on the wagon. They had the uh, noose ready and all that. And then they look at him and they go, well, son, uh, you got any last words? And he goes, well, if you let me go and give me a knife and let me go back to Johnson City and finish what I started, I, I don't give a damn what y'all do to me. And they were like, ah, so they, you know, made the horses pull the wagon. And, well, that killed him. Well, they screwed up. He, uh, the rope was a little too long. It was long. It was too long. His feet were like barely kind of like hitting the yeah. road a little. And then the rope they used, it wasn't one of the good, 
Nooses. Noose coming, and it was cutting his throat, too, on top of that. And they left him there, and he was just, <gasps> you know, for like an hour. And then uh, It wasn't like 30 seconds. Yeah, no one thought to just shoot him in the head and get it over with. They just let him suffer. Well, I guess they were that pissed at him. But, I mean, he did carve his family. Yeah, out. true. Well, uh, he said that, and he flopped around. And then the sheriff the next day came down, and that's where, you know, he found him still hanging and his neck was all bloody. And uh, he gets him, takes him back to uh, Johnson City, and his own family didn't even claim him. They basically took him to the funeral home, and I think they burned him. Wow. Yeah, his own freaking family, man. Well, like, look well, they what never he did, did to say, his family, though. Well, they never did say why he carved his family up and just snapped. But he snapped and got a knife and just started killing his freaking family. Jesus. Yeah. And then have the balls to sit there and be like, yeah, just give me a knife. I'm not going to finish the job, and you can do whatever you want with me after that. That's cray-cray. So does he just, like, apparently just, like, sit? He just, like, oh, that's another thing. The ghost, he uh, that's what they're saying. He he tries to hitchhike a ride back to Johnson City. That's what he's trying to do. I would have finished. Yeah. Well, he's still stuck in that loop in his head. Yeah. He don't know he's dead, so he's still reliving it. And I was doing a little research on it, and there's been, you know, ghost um, signs of, uh, you know, ghost apparently. I mean, his ghost apparently, but truckers, they hate going down that stretch part of 281 at night. Oh, well, I can imagine. Oh, I've See, been down that road. Me too. I used to go up and down that road a lot too. I had to go down there to go to Houston. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, it's eerie. Ew. Yeah, because the truck drivers hate it because they say they always see a ghost or see something. Well, I can imagine, like. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, what do you think? We should do another story. Yeah, do one more. Okay. Sorry, guys. We're still trying to figure this out. Yeah, we're getting our we'll get our pattern going better. Yeah. Okay. Well, since you know I didn't have like time to like it's not fully fully finished oh, on this one. when she when she uh when she does research, she's researched so much stuff. So yeah. She's oh yeah, got, I she's didn't got a sleep for like two nights, so I have like seven hundred stories, but not. All of them have everything I need to finish, like, you know, doing it. But this one hotel, I know a lot about it. And I have the history on it. And I know pretty much on the ghost stuff. So, I think we're good. So, this is the Cecile Hotel in downtown California. And I consider that a southern state. It's kind of, like, in the middle. <laughs> Here we go with California again. Is it not a southern state? Mm, it kinda yes no it's like right in the middle to me yeah uh, kind of it, it is but like but anyway. it's long though too yeah i said downtown california it's downtown la california but so the cecile hotel if you guys have watched american horror story it is based off it, the hotel drake that was um the one with the gaga in it right yes yeah, season okay. five yes the hotel season uh, yeah. I think the hotel is called Hotel Drake. And see, I like the uh, American Horror Story series because every series, every season they come out, whatever they're it's talking like based about, off of stuff. it's based off of true events. That's what I love about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's good. Um, anyway, I'm pretty sure the hotel is called like Drake Hotel or something like that. I could be wrong, but um, the actual hotel is the Seal Hotel. That's where they shot it and everything. Oh, my God. So... The ghost and everything like that is like 100% true. And Richard Ramirez being there, that's 100% true. And the serial killers being there, that's 100% true. Like, so, 
You mean the serial killers like style stay the night there and yeah. shit? Oh, like not on like Hallow's Eve and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, not like I... <laughs> it was in the series. I mean, I'm pretty sure they weren't just, ah, but I mean, at different times through their life, they stayed there. Yeah. Okay, wow. so it opened up in 1927, and then not even like 10 years open. Um, so it opened in 1927, and then since 1931, it gained reputations for suicides and other violent deaths. Wow. So it wasn't even open for like 10 years. And, and it already had the reputation of being the suicide hotel. Yeah. So I don't know. It didn't really say like about the land or anything. But like I'm guessing when they built the hotel, it might have been built on bad land. Or the people there are just really, really cursed. I never know. Might yeah. have been. Well, it didn't help with everyone dying in the hotel. The hotel is pretty much like yeah, literally a ghost town. Um, there was a woman that was staying at the hotel with her um, husband. She woke up one night having really, really bad stomach pains. So she went to the bathroom thinking she just had to, like, throw up or go poop. So she went to the bathroom and she gave birth to a baby. Uh, she didn't even know she was pregnant. And she was at the hospital. I mean, she was there at the hotel. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Well, so she thought... That was the devil baby, remember? The little baby in the... Pro- yeah. Gaga's baby. Yeah. That was the Satan baby. So she thought the baby was dead. So, you know, she just thinks, okay, I'm going to throw it out the window. So she chunks it out the window. Oh, my God. Um, and I guess someone saw her or something because she got caught. And the court was like, okay, well, or the court or whatever at the time was like, okay, well, you're not guilty, but you're going to an insane asylum. So I guess she wasn't guilty because they thought she was crazy. Yeah, but I guess they took a look at the kid and was like, hey, she ain't lying. Yeah. Um, the kids are nasty. I don't know. I guess I don't. I honestly don't know. He's got boogers. That hanging. or she had like a miscarriage, error, yeah. and since so she had literally delivered the baby wow. to get rid of it, um, so she went to a psychiatric hospital to you know. Yeah, to deal with it. Yeah, because that was her punishment for you know doing that to the baby. So that is one of the many things that happened. That's crazy. Another thing that happened was. A woman got into an argument with her husband, fiance, whatever, and she jumped from a window, but she landed on a man that was walking by. What the hell? So two people died in a suicide. That's effed up. You're... And they thought that they were suic- that they were in a suicide pact, but then they discovered that one of them had shoes, and they kind of figured that if one one were to jump out the window, like shoes and everything would kind of fly off. Yeah. So then they figured that she oh jumped God. and landed on landed on my guy. Man, that poor guy, that'd be my luck right there. I'd be like freaking walking down the street being late for work. Oh, my God, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. And then a body comes flying out of nowhere, yeah. So, at least between, like, within these stories, I read that there was at least, like, 16 different murders, suicides, and unexplained paranormal, like, stuff that happened. Maybe we should. I really don't want to go to it. Maybe we should go there and spend the night and get in one of the motels. And we can, I mean, get to one of the rooms. We could do a podcast from there too. Yes, um, that'd be a cool. <laughs> that'd be a cool series for a podcast. Just going to traveling to these places that are haunted and staying the night. Yeah, I know. And, um, and doing a podcast. I know. It's awesome. So, and it's home to America's most no- notorious serial killers. Serial? Oh, what kind of serial <laughs> did you like? And how many? How much serial did he kill? I'm gonna hit you. So, in 1930s alone, there was at least six reported suicides. I don't know why everyone, like, why it was like that, but... Jeez. And then, this one guy was shaving, and then he just was like, okay, I'm gonna die, so then he slit his throat with a razor. 
What the hell? And then he jumped, and then another guy jumped from the build, jumped from a building. Wow. Well, yeah. I got done shaving. I'm gonna go ahead and slit my throat. See you later, guys. Yeah. Well, and then okay, so it, I don't have like a lot on the serial killers because I didn't really like list all the serial killers staying there. But one of the you know most famous ones was Richard Ramirez, better known as better known as the yeah, Night Stalker. The Night Stalker and or the Hillside was, Strangler. And he was in the yeah. series or the oh, American yeah. Horror Story. So he lived. He was even the one last season with the fucking cane. I know, and so he was. He lived in a room that was on the very top floor of, you know, the ho- the Cecil Hotel during the kill during his killing spree. So on wow. after each killing, he would take his bloody clothes, throw them into the um, dumpster outside, and either walk into the hotel completely naked. Or in his underwear. And no one questioned anything. They were just like, oh, that's normal. Oh, he's a nut job. Just yeah. let him walk around naked. They were like, that's normal, Richard. It's okay. <laughs> like, that's, no one. That's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. And then in 1991, a guy named Jack um, Unterwagger. Utterwagger. He's an Australian killer. He is an Australian serial killer. Oh. Um, don't know how he ended up here, but he lived at the hotel for quite some time. Wow. Um, And then... A woman named Black Delilah stayed at stayed a night at the hotel the day before she was murdered. Man. Yeah. Um, and then another woman was found dead in the hotel room. The room had been ransacked, and she had been raped and stabbed to death and beat. Jesus Christ, man! I don't, I don't know if I want to do a podcast there. So, like, we might die. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, All we wanted to do was a podcast. <laughs> The last suicide was in 2015, Jesus. and it's not—it's a 90-year-old history. So, okay, this one last story about somebody was like the most crazy one I've ever heard, and also I don't know why, like what happened. Like no one knows. Like most on—it's like one of the most unsolved cases in this. So this girl's name was Ellis Lant Liam. I really hope I'm pronouncing that right. If I'm not, I feel bad. But so she was found dead inside the water tank at the hotel. So like the water tanks. Or this is like recently, it's like the past five, six years. Yeah. So the water tanks are at the, on the roof, very top of the hotel, and they're extremely hard to get to. Like you have to use ladders, and they're very narrow. Like there's no way one single human can get up there. That's crazy. So she was found dead inside the water tank of the hotel and naked, and her body looked like it had been raped and messed with and stuff like that. It was in the water tank. The up top on the roof, right? Yeah, like God. that they shower with and drink with. Yeah. Well, and no one knew that she was up there. She just knew that they knew that she was missing for three weeks. Eh. So guests reported that the water pressure was bad, that it was kind of like mud, like brownish and stuff like that when yeah, they turned stanky. it on. And it was stinky and it tasted Ugh. gross. So Ugh. somebody, the people went up there, they found the body. Oh. And I mean, they offered refunds and everything, but the damage had already been done. Ugh. So. I bathed in blood. Yeah vampires it was ruled as an accidental drowning but like there's no way you could have gotten up there yeah by yourself i was just on the water closet and i fell in up there especially since she was naked and stuff like that so people i like to go exploring (laughs) naked i do that all the time especially when i'm ghost hunting i just like to do that naked people think that it was a murder or a paranormal thing but like there's a surveillance in the elevator that she was it looked like she was like playing hide and seek with something or like doing something and like hiding from somebody or running from somebody that's crazy ain't no telling man in that old fucking place yeah so 
who knows, Richard Ramirez might have been trying to kill her or something. Like, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Like. That's weird. So that's all the ghost stuff. Not ghost stuff, the history. <laughs> There's not really that, like, much ghost stuff that I, that I didn't find yet, because that story is not really finished. But as you can imagine, yeah. there you feel weird in the hotel, obviously. Because, I mean, like, duh, the history. And then, I mean, I'm not sure if doors shut and this, this, and that. But, I mean, guessing by the murders, yeah, I'm guessing that that stuff happens. I'm guessing, like, the spirits linger there and everything. Especially because most of these are, like, unsolved. Like, the murders, no one knows what, how they just That's happened. freaking crazy. How do you not, you know, I mean, someone's dead in a motel. How do you, I mean, I don't know. So, Yeah. Creepy stuff, man. Creepy stuff. And then there's there's just some places like that, man. There's just some places or there's some hotels where nothing happens. But then there's some that's just, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's like a paranormal hotspot. Yeah. You know, it's just nuts. I've seen houses like that, too. That's just, God dang, it don't matter who lives there. Mm-hmm. It's cursed. No, it's like that house on Haunted Hill. It went through, like, a lot of owners. Yeah. And uh, my cousin's friend lived there. And, like... Now and they just ended up there like forget it and they just turned it into something people could go in there and explore. Yeah. It's crazy. But, well, I hope you guys had fun today. I know we sure did and um Yeah, sorry for like the short thing. Sorry we yeah. uh, like I said, we're we gonna, have a busy weekend and Yeah, we're gonna do a live podcast and Lexi's gonna be there to pitch in with us. Yeah, we're gonna be we're going to my aunt's yeah, tomorrow. We so got we another, get stuff ready for I've that. got another podcast, Borderline Texas Trash, and we're gonna do a little bit of that and have Lexi as one of our guests and it's we'll going it to be fun. Too, and probably. then like for Halloween too, guys, that's what we're going to do for Halloween. We're going to do a podcast from my sister's because we have a Halloween party. Then I figure we can tell some spooky stories or something. Yeah. Tomorrow's our test run. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but uh, y'all come check us out. Go to, we got an email, like she said. It's uh, ghost stories told from the south at gmail.com. Yes. Leave us something back. Let us know anything. Uh, and they'll keep uh, listening to us. And we're going to be dropping these every Monday. So every Monday it would be a new episode. So mm-hmm. get Just, used to uh, it. Let, let us know what you like. And like I said, whatever stories or whatever places are near you, just free feel to email them or like comment or something. Just like drop Say something. Them. What's up? So, well, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um... Bye. <laughs> bye bye. Have fun, boys and girls. Now be safe and don't be telling too many scary stories, though, Ty. Bye. Bye.